Hello, everybody. Welcome back to the Reach Out podcast. Um, I think it's number, episode number four. It is today. Uh, just before we get underway, uh, I just like to say that you know Reach isn't a crisis team. So if you are struggling and you need someone to talk to straight away, uh, the crisis team's number is six four two eight six zero. Please do give them a call. So today I am joined by my best pal. Um, one of the craziest guys I know, I suppose. Um, one of the most inspirational guys I know, Danny Roberts. How are you doing? All right, mate. Good. Yeah, good. So, I want to talk to you, not necessarily because you've struggled with your mental health like I have done with most of the the people that have been on, but the fact that you show how strong your mental health is, I think a lot of people will, you know, take a lot from it. Obviously, we'll start with boxing. Tough sport. Mm-hmm. You've had a long time involved in boxing. How do you think that's affected you over the years? Uh, that's been a base, I'd say. Boxing is a base for me. It's like with everything I've done now is, I think my fitness has all come from boxing. I'm disciplined with everything I do. Um, yeah, I just think it just set. It, it's a good setting stone. I think boxing for. Right, you, the, you see the younger kids now that are down the gym, it's absolutely brilliant. Like how disciplined the kids are, because they boxed since they were kids, and now they're just disciplined so much. Like when you go down to coach them and stuff. I remember sometimes when I was a kid down the gym, you'd be skiving, or if the coach turns away, then you'd have a break and stuff. Where these kids, they want to do more. You know, they're asking to do more, and Saturdays and stuff, they'll ring you. Or can we go running? Can we do this? So I think boxing's a great base and. For me, that that that's what's got me into fitness, and I think how it's got me for everything I do now with everything else. So, yeah, it's it's one of them that you're always going to go back to, isn't it? I suppose. Yeah, of course. No, no, no matter what you do, you're always going to go back to boxing because that's just that's the that's a big part of your life. It always has been. Obviously, your old man's a coach, isn't he? He's doing bits in England now, is he? Yeah, that? he's just he's just been appointed a job with the England team, so he's flying now. Was it the England team? Yeah, he's so he's like um. Some I think it's like a development coach, so they'll go away and take squads, and then they'll pick obviously who they think's good enough, and they'll coach them. They'll take them to camps, bring them spar and things like that. So he's doing that now, and he's want, that's something he's wanted to do for a long time. So yeah, I thought I've I've noticed that. Yeah, he, and he's always he's been great with you as well when you've yeah, been. Yeah, that and that's another off. thing as well. How since I was a kid. Haven't him up my back, so <laughs> you don't need that, do you? <laughs> no. no, but it's drove you to where you are now. It's dro- it, it's drove you like your mentality is is so strong, and that that de- uh, comes off the back of him, to be honest. Yeah, now you can see that your sister's like that as well, isn't she? Yeah, everything. It's just like just driven. Everything's just driven. Mm. But I've had that since I was a kid. So, so how's boxing been? So what are you? You're three and oh? Yeah, three and oh as a pro. Had a bit of a break. Um, like been doing some of the charity stuff and that which is good enjoying it just lost just lost the drive for it a little bit with the boxing so just sort of take myself away from it do other stuff raise a bit of awareness and raise some money for charities and obviously i like to do my thing so yeah, while i'm having the break from the boxing i'm still active i'm still doing stuff um then get back after after christmas then get going again so how was the step from because you took a lot of time out, didn't you, before you went pro? Yeah. Well, my knee, I did yeah, my knee, didn't I? Yeah. Stupidly trying to play football. Oh. You should never try and play football. I know. Definitely you, anyway. I know. I just paying £10 every week, getting booked every Saturday. That's why the box is good. <laughs> exactly. So, what, how was the step up? How did you notice um, 
going from you know the amateur ranks to to becoming a pro do you know what now as a pro i'd love to just go back to the amateurs would you 100 percent um as an amateur you're training three to four times a night and then you'll get a phone call say oh can can you box next week or the week after and you're always ready you box you go away with the pros, it's just a, it's a pain in the ass. It's you've got to sell tickets. It's, a lot, isn't it? it's just there's so much more to it. Whereas as an amateur, you just turn up and you, you fight yeah, you week in on. week out and you go home. It's great, but um, so much people don't see behind the scenes, like the amount of travelling that you do to to go and train with your coaches in Manchester. Yeah, exactly. It's an absolute ball league, but yeah, I can, and obviously the the travelling the travelling is it's hard work and especially like for fans and that they want to get over and see exactly, it exactly exactly like if you if you want to be if you want to be you know in and out the ring it, you know most or well every other month or something it's so hard to get a crowd over and sell tickets and i know from you saying like the pro ranks is very much about selling tickets that's all it is yeah, yeah. It's, it's just money money yeah. driven as a pro everything's just money 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 it's not as soon as you go speak to your promoter, it's not like, oh, how good are you? The first thing they ask you is, how many tickets can you sell? Yeah, that's bad, that, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, it's so, it's it's one of them, but... If you've got the name, you sort of, or, like... Yeah, like the, these the lads Olympic... on the GB and stuff, yeah, they just get fast-tracked straight away, whereas... People starting out from... Yeah, so, do you know, if you've seen a few of the GB lads having to do and start off in the small hall shows against some of these journeymen, I think some of them would actually struggle, though. Yeah, do you reckon? Yeah, because there is some journeymen out there that people fight who are... You know that do actually sometimes come to win. Yeah. Um, was it your second fight or your third fight? The, the small guy. He was a tough little. The fir- no, it was my first, my debut. Fir- oh, Chris that's right. Jenkinson. Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah I, I, yeah, no, because I, I know Chris from the amateurs. Hmm. He was, he was a decent amateur. So we were, we were around the same time as amateurs, um, in the championships and stuff. So, and and I knew him as well. So it was a bit weird when I got him as my pro debut. It was quite strange, but um, no, yeah, it was, it was good. It was a tough fight, and I know you were. I know you were, um, pardon the, the swearing, but you were shitting yourself a bit when you were the first one. Yeah, nervous, I, d- like. I don't know what it was, to be honest, because I'm not, well, yeah, I'm confident, but not, like, overly confident. I, it was just, I don't know, I just think everything just sort of got to you. Obviously, being the first professional boxer on the Alaman, and then, you know, there was, like, nearly 200 people, 250 people coming over from the Alaman to watch me. Like I did, like because I didn't, I didn't have anything to do with the tickets. I just left it to my dad. So obviously, I didn't know. I knew we did good numbers, but I thought good numbers maybe like a hundred, eighty, or hundred. And obviously, then when I walked out and seen well, that I had actually the biggest crowd. Yeah, I had the biggest crowd out of even all the local lads in Liverpool, and they were the loudest. So even the promoters said that as well. So. Is that when nerves just kicked in? Yeah, that was just like, oh shit, they're here for me. <laughs> <laughs> then you have to get in and stand opposite someone who's trying to box your head off. Yeah, exactly. God, I couldn't imagine it. Literally exactly. couldn't imagine it. Exactly. Even well, even even the two that I went to, the the second and the third, like the the crowd there was well well behind you. It was the loudest crowd of, of the night. That, I think the my three fights every time I've had probably the most with the loudest crowd. Yeah, hundred percent. Surely that's got to give you a little bit more drive, though, to get it. Yeah, do you know, like, I like I hate watching myself back. I don't like it at all. Um, I don't like watching you either. But uh, I, I watched, I think it was, like, a month ago, I watched watched one, and I just watched, you know, when you're making the entrance and stuff, and everybody's there screaming, and I thought, oh, I miss it, I miss it. So, like I say, I get these few things out of the way. There's a few other things that I want to do as well in the pipeline, so, and I'll get back into it. Yeah, no, I think I think you need 100%. to. People, people are back your reads. You've seen that. 
Yeah, yeah, that's it. So. And you, it's not like you're unfit. You might have put a little bit of weight on, but just you, a little. You know, <laughs> you're not you're not madly out of shape though. Like you've been doing no. a lot of running. You've been doing obviously. Well, you've been do, you did that 24 hour circuit for yeah. Huntington's disease. Yeah, yeah. The, the, uh, you know the charity over here. That was. That's that's just I, I haven't even got any words for it. No, I know it's just it just I have been sat there for ages thinking of ideas what to do and I'm thinking what hasn't anybody done like you know just. You could do the, oh, I'll run a marathon, or I'll go and, you know, everyone's done it, everyone's done this and that. So I just thought, I don't know how it popped up. I think I was just, I was training on Saturday morning doing a circuit, and I was training with Danny, and I just thought, I wonder if I could do this for 24 hours. <laughs> <laughs> and that was it then. Once the um, the seed was there, that was it. That was it. What? Seriously, though, like, <clears throat> I've I've heard of mad ideas to do that for 24 hours is beyond I don't even know if anyone's ever done it no like, that's we, what we were we saying we said this yeah. um, I've not I've not checked the record books but fair play if, if somebody has done it because yeah. even on your you know you're doing 45 minutes and then 15 minutes sort of wind down you were doing that on the bike and it like you were running to the toilet and back you weren't yeah, taking yeah, any yeah. time out and it was like this is t- this is 24 hours of actual non-stop physical work and it wasn't like it, they were easy things to do. No. You're on them battle ropes at like, what, half four in the morning? <laughs> Still going. And when other people come, like, because obviously people were coming through the day all day and stuff. Um, So I didn't want people to come, say they were just coming for an hour and think, yeah. oh, this is quite easy, this, he's doing it. So I just changed it up all the time. And if a fresh person come, I'd change it again to make it even harder. So yeah. just, just always... I think if there's someone next to me who's working hard and I've been going for like 16 hours or something, if, say, we're doing the run around the block that we were doing, I still want to be at the front. <laughs> you know, I don't, you know, I just like to, I've always got that, I just want to push myself to the absolute limit. That See, that I don't know many people like that. You're you're probably the, the one person that just hasn't got any boundaries. Like it hasn't got any boundaries, and it's ne- it never affects you. Like you always say, you're going to do these things, and and I think to myself, obviously being in my position, I'm like, well, there's absolutely no way that can be done. I love when people say that, <laughs> but you just go and do it, and it's like, okay, now now what can we now what can we do that you can't do? No, I'm just going to keep setting the bar. I think now after I've sort of done that, and obviously the next challenge I'm doing, I've already got what I want to do after that. I just want to keep literally just keep setting the bar. Yeah. And just keep pushing because there is no boundaries. I don't think at all. There isn't. People tell themselves that. Oh, as soon as someone says to themselves, if they want to go and do something, like, oh, I don't know whether I'll be able to do it. I'm not trained enough. I'm not trained enough. Straight away, that's it. You just that's just negative. Straight away, you, you're not going to do it. Yeah, planted the seed. Whereas if I'm looking at doing something, say, like, oh, well, I've not trained for ages, but let's go go and do this half marathon next week. Whereas maybe the average Joe will be like, oh, but I'm not trained, will I be able to do it? Whereas I'm thinking, oh, I'll finish it, but I'll get a crap time. But yeah. I'm going to do it. So. <laughs> I wish I could think like that. Yeah. And it, 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 it's, it's, it's really hard to understand when, you know, you are just the, the average person. <clears throat> you are just the average person. It's really hard to understand how somebody can think like that, if that makes sense. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I know I can't push myself that far. Well, you shout there me you a lot. Yeah, yeah. because there you go, I've just done it. I've been negative and said I, I know I can't do it, but I'd love to be able to 
push it that far. But yeah, people say I'm that they not plant sure that they seed. Can. They plant that seed in the back of the head, and that that doubt will just sit there then constantly. Yeah. Like I say, you you just got to literally whatever you're gonna do, you say right, I'm gonna do it. I might be this long doing it, or might be this slow, and it might take me that long, or blah blah blah. But I'm gonna finish it. Mm. Simple as that. Let's talk about your uh, your inspiration because you were listening to it on the way in. Yeah, <laughs> this guy this guy's incredible. I think I think a lot of people listening to this will will go and listen to him. If give him a little shout out, go on. Who's uh, your mate? My mate David Goggins. <laughs> <laughs> what a guy this guy is. Yeah, like if you haven't seen David Goggins yet, please go on YouTube, David Goggins, because he is. How do you even explain him? Um... Well, you're the Manx David Goggins. Someone actually said that to me the other day, and I was like, "Don't be so stupid." It's true though. Um, like he he does things that you know are, are deemed impossible. Mm. He does things to his body that you never thought were possible. Yeah, that's the thing though. People think is impossible. It's not. Yeah, and he's shown that. Yeah, he, he definitely has. So you need to um, watch him. What did he do? Was it two hell weeks in a row? No, he done three hell weeks. I did three, three or four hell weeks. So he was. So you should finish a hell week and then go, but he he, he yeah, but stayed and done like four hell weeks. This is the thing though, like a hell week is there to to take out the absolute elite, mm-hmm. you know, of the American forces. If you if you get through hell week, then you are part of the elite. Yeah, is it the SAS or the Marines? The Marines, sorry. Yeah, you become the Marine, so that is there to break you. Yeah, that's that's what's <laughs> designed to do. Yeah, and he's there just <clears throat> rocking three out, three or four out. Yeah. Just beyond, it's beyond fathomable completely. Yeah, exactly, and then he did that hundred mile race without even training and things like that. He's just yeah. What was that last one he did? Um, the one where his oh, liver collapsed or something. Yeah, so it collapsed. He did the Moab two forty, um, and you have to seek uh, medical help. So then, he, the, once you get that, you have to come out of the race. So you have to go to hospital. He was in hospital for maybe twelve hours, I think. And once he got out, he went. And finished it from where he stopped. What a guy. Exactly. No wonder he inspires someone like you, though. Yeah, yeah. Someone that has no boundaries, because that, yeah. that, that's what you want. You want to look at someone and think, do you know what? Even if I did think this was tough, you can look at him and say, no, no, he, he could do it. Yeah, exactly. And that's what I'm trying to do as well. Not just, obviously for myself, because I just want to see how, well, I want to see how far I can go on it, but I don't think there's any any boundaries so I literally think I can just push myself you know but I want people to look at it and think that I've probably just sat there at home not been able to do anything and if they can just look and just think oh look at that he's doing there yeah after the 24 hour circuit there was actually quite a few people that got in touch with me and stuff um, you know and just like saying oh I'm going to go to the gym I'm going to join and you know just, just even just little things like that so there's like two or three people yeah like just just from what I've done, so hopefully the next one, this next one's a bit, a bit mad, but um, hopefully that can inspire a few people to do how, a bit. How does it, how does it make you feel to to know that you do inspire people though? Because well, I hope I do. Yeah, yeah, you're hundred percent. But but that, that goes without question. Um, it just makes me want to do more. I think. Hmm. Um, yeah, just do more, just to inspire more. Like you say, if you help one person. It's, you've done something haven't you done something well so I just like to just keep doing things just keep setting that bar and just keep doing things and if people are going to inspire it's going to make them go out for a walk go out for a run or you know but yeah that's huge and I think it does do that 
it, well, it doesn't it didn't make me want to do anything in that gym that day though. But I, I'm there every time you do something crazy, and it, you know, to see where you push your bodies and to see where you you are mentally to be able to push through that barrier, it scares me a little bit. You know, when I, you know, when like parish walks and mountain marathons, and mm. you know, when you when you're when you're supporting somebody all the way around, it's scary to see that person push themselves that far. Yeah. Because you just don't know, you just don't know when that is going to stop. Yeah. But it it hasn't ever. No. This is the thing. Bar that one time in the parish walk when you, was it your knee? Yeah, no, mum, no. That was your mum's fault. Get this yeah, yeah, it was your mum's no, fault. I was going to, I wanted to carry on coming through Ramsey. Yeah, I was dragging my left leg because my car. No, no. Let's get this right. No, you were crying walking into Ramsey. My, um, yeah, no, I, I done a tear in my cartilage didn't I yeah so I had a strap and stuff on it and um so I was like pulling my leg <laughs> literally so but if my mum wasn't there I probably would have carried on I remember saying to you coming around school I was coming I was like I don't know about this one Daniel like this you, you're hurting a lot like really badly mm. and you had been since probably a ginger hall mm. that's a long that's a long way to walk in at pitch pitch black on yeah. them and it, yeah I remember I remember saying I don't know and you were like no no I'm gonna keep going, and your mum had the camper van there, didn't she? Yeah, I seen her. She came running over and yeah. pulled me to the side. Uh, yeah, so and to be fair, probably, it was. Yeah, it probably was the right thing to do though, because yeah, know, that, um, that was that was a tough injury. That to, and it, to be honest, I probably wouldn't have made the cut off times. No, no, you're right, and you never know. It could have like hampered everything that you've done. Yeah, I like, you might not have boxed back, or anything yeah, like that. Yeah, yeah, which is which is huge. But then you went back in completely didn't you yeah, you didn't want you didn't want that no, hanging no, over no. you no. so that was the second year wasn't it so I did it the first year then yeah the second year and then did it the first year without even training didn't you well every year I've done it without mm. training by the way if anyone if anyone supports anyone doing the um, parish walk uh, my advice would be don't it's really hard <laughs> it's really hard <laughs> it is though yeah, trying but... to force you to eat when you just don't want to eat mm. it, it's ridiculous yeah how do you do 24 hours without eating uh, you just drinking like little bits, and last year you were, you had David Goggins blaring, didn't you? Coming through, I had the speaker, yeah. coming through Mackles, flying. <laughs> yeah, you were. It just picked you up massively, though, yeah, didn't it? It does, it does. It's you huge. Just get into a little zone, don't you? Yeah, and you, you know, you've, what is that? Three times you've done it now. Three times, yeah. You want to do it again, aren't you? Yes, but with a little twist. Go on. So, well, well hopefully, I'm going to speak to them, hmm. get in, t- uh, in touch with the race organisers and stuff. Um, so I, I want to try and do it next year, but I want to pull something round. <laughs> so, this so like like a like get a, no just like a harness like a strap around your chest. Yeah, I'm just trying to think what I can pull. You know, I'm just trying to. Um, but yeah, so because doing the parish walk isn't hard enough. Yeah, but like I say, I want to set that bar. So, <sighs> wow, let's talk about the next one. This is my Everest. Yeah. <laughs> I don't really know what I don't even know what to ask you. No, I this know. is incredible. Um so obviously I'd li- I'd like to love to go and do Everest. Yeah. Um but obviously I don't want to wait to do something. I want to you know, I want to if I want to do something I want to do it like tomorrow. I want to go and do it straight away. I want to get um so I just thought I'll just make it my own. So then obviously we've got Snaefell. Um so it consists of 154 miles. So I've got to go up, 
14 times from Laxey Beach. So you obviously got to go from the sea to yeah. the summit. You've got to be sea level, haven't you? Yeah. Um, but it's actually only supposed to be 14 times up. Yeah. But obviously I've got to get back down. You, so this was my argument. What? Like, why, why would you not? Why would you not get a farmer in a quad or a car to take you back down? Because it just, I mean, it defeats the object. No, I don't. I just think, oh, he's only running up and he's getting left back down. You, yeah, but you're putting the word only in there. You, you're yeah. doing it 14 times consecutively, Daniel. Like, yeah. This no. is this is what people may not may not understand about this. This, um, what would you call it? This idea of yours. Yeah. <laughs> this is what people don't understand. You are you're going from sea level through Laxey or up Agnish, yeah. Agnish, up to the road and then up, up Snowfell. Yeah. In and is it the fifth of January? You're looking y- at. Yeah, we're looking at the fifth, but I'm just thinking maybe to like open a little window from like maybe the the third. Mm. You know, just just weather dependent, so we can yeah. we've got like a few days to play with. You know, if it's like a nice day, we think, all right, we'll jump at it, let's get it. Bearing in mind, I came over the mountain uh, this afternoon and there's snow up there. Yeah, that makes it better. <laughs> that adds to it, doesn't it? You realise that it's it's zero now and, you know, you've still got, what, two months, a month? A month, no. You've got, you've, yeah, but four weeks. The weather gets colder in four weeks. Yeah. So you're not just playing with 14 times getting up the hill and then instead of getting a lift, you're going to run back down it yeah you're then playing with the weather as well which will be minus it'll be in the minuses yeah that's without doubt it always is up there yeah that's what people need to sort of sit and think about when they look at this challenge Mm. and whether you're whether you haven't read much about it not many people have done this kind of thing on the Isle of Man before yeah if, if ever I think yeah some some fella did something on a a bike yeah it was a dually no, um, yeah, his name, his second name's Dooley. Oh, is it? Yeah, he yeah. did it. On, he did it on a bike up Arch Allegan. Was it? Yeah, yeah. But so, I'm, yeah, t- to run through them fields in this weather. Yeah, that Agnish is not the best either. Not to know. It's all um, capsized. Yeah. So if anyone wants to go up there and tarmac it for me, <laughs> I'd be appreciated. <laughs> well, just get you one from the beach all the way up. Yeah. <laughs> nice little road. Yeah. Yeah. So. P- Please do look into that and, and you know show Danny some support because this is something that I really can't get my head around and I'm I'm really not looking forward to it to be honest. Yeah, same. <laughs> but but it is what it is, and you know you want people to to run with you as well, don't you? Yeah. You so there's going to be slots. Obviously, people can come and uh, just jump in, and yeah. So obviously, different faces is nice. You know, it'll just so yeah, just people can come support in the day and do a bit with me if they want do as much as they want um, but yeah so we're going to set up a base down at Laxey Beach uh, going to get some buckets and stuff mm-hmm. um, make a big day of it yeah just and then obviously maybe get like um, buckets and stuff as well up uh, the bottom of Snaefell yeah just try and get as much support as possible really and then and you're doing this for Huntington's Disease, IOM, and reach. So, why are you doing it for Huntington's? Because my mum. Um, so, my nan had Huntington's, so we sort of watched her deteriorate with it. And then my mum, to be honest, 
me and my sister, we didn't know that she was actually going to get the test. Hmm. So we didn't know. So we're like, and then, um, so she went along and done it. And then she got, so she's now got the gene. Mm-hmm. So she goes to all the support meet, meetings and stuff over, over here in the Alaman. What they do is brilliant. So, but a lot of people don't actually know about it. Yeah, I know. You know, they don't. If you were to mention to someone, they wouldn't. They wouldn't know what it is, or they wouldn't know um, anything about it. So, they're just a charity that's trying to start off and build up. So, raise awareness to it as well. Yeah, of course. So, I'm just trying to do as much as I can for that. Yeah. Get it out there as much. Raise awareness and much money as possible. Yeah. No, you've been doing. You did the 24 hour one for them, didn't you? Yeah, and the parish. Oh yeah, you did the parish. Yeah, did that's the right. parish. Yeah, yeah, and the circuit, and then this. Yeah. No, I'm sure they. I'm sure they appreciate it massively because they won't find many people that will be able to do what you can do anyway. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Push themselves that far. Yeah. So what? Talk to me about what's next for for Danny Roberts. Keep doing this. You, we were talking that you wanted to maybe be some sort of influence that does this kind of thing, you know, all the time. Yeah, I'd like to like so. Obviously, this is where it ties in with reach, obviously, and the yeah. mental health sort of side of it. Um. Maybe, like, I want to get this one done, this is Everest, and then, obviously, I'm going to get back to the boxing as well, but I want to not just be one-sided, I want to, you know, keep active with doing other stuff as well as boxing. Mm. Um, And even just, like, if it's, like, a Saturday morning or a Sunday morning, someone, like, don't know, they're struggling with mental health and they don't want to get themselves out, maybe start looking, obviously, with you lot, with Reach, maybe start putting things together to get people out because they do say exercise for obviously mental health is is you know brilliant so obviously i'd like to maybe just like start putting things on for people um that can just come along say they want to go out for a walk or a run but they don't want to go on their own and you know the phone's always there you know so yeah yeah you're good at that as well you're good at you just like walking and stuff don't you and like just, running yeah, like, like just, you love being outdoors you can't sit still no it's it's hard it's that's hard. a good thing though yeah um I think it comes down to a lot of what Pete said as well. If if you listen to Pete, yeah, he yeah. was saying it resonated with me when I thought about you. He, you know, that addictive personality that yeah. professional sports at, like yeah, athletes yeah. have. You definitely have that. Do you think it's like obviously what Pete said as well? You've had it since such a young age. You don't really know anything different. Yeah. Um, and like I say, with it, I think most of it is because of my dad as well. Mm. Um, how he had me since I was a kid. You know, like. You know, I I like hate PlayStations, hate games, hate everything. <laughs> you tried it, didn't you? Do you know, so that and <laughs> that's because um, I think like if I was to finish, kids would go home now and after school and they just go and play on there. Yeah, they would. But um, I'd always I'd go home and obviously I'd, what, I'd go to the box club with my dad and stuff, or you know I'd be I'd go out running after after school and stuff, and I just I've just always had that, which I wouldn't change any of it. Yeah, no, I wish I had it. Mm. I mean, when you're doing, <clears throat> when I see you on a Saturday or a Sunday and you said, yeah, I've just been out for a run, just done 20 miles and you think, I, I haven't even done, I can't even do five miles, I don't think yet. Mm. Like, I'm not at that point. Where, no, I, <clears throat> and no, I, I, I could. Stop starting. I, yeah. I could do it, definitely. Yeah. But I just, just getting, getting that drive when you're like, the weather's horrible, like, you know, you're tired. <laughs> I don't know, but maybe I'll try. I need to get this 5K done, I think. Yeah. I need to start with the 5K Yeah. and just go with it. I mean, Grayson's done a 5K. We yeah, that's spoke what I was going to say, it. dude. You should go down, and go down and do the park run with Grayson. You make a show of you. Nine-year-old doing it. Exactly. How's he doing that and, I'm, and I can't do a 5K? 
Well, what else has been happening in life? You've moved, you've moved now, haven't you? Yeah, well, I'm a pale boy now. Oh, I don't know if they'll invite you down. I don't know if they like you down there. <laughs> they don't know Danny Roberts yet, do they? <laughs> no, so down peel now. It's good. Big um, step though. Yeah, yeah. So we bought a house, me and Emma. So um, that's another thing. Like I've took time out of the box as well. You know, just trying get all that sorted with the house and stuff and growing up. About time as well. Yeah, exactly. What's um? What do you think about? What do you think about what's next after, you know, this is Everest? You sit, you're talking about boxing, but I'm still not convinced that you, that's what you want. So what's next? Yeah, I think... I'd love for you to work with us closer, and I'd love for you to be able to come into schools and tell some of your stories. So let's just get this right. I've got, you know, you've done the mountain marathon twice. No, once. I didn't. Oh, is it once, yeah. was it? You've done the Paris Walk three times. You've done the 24-hour circuit. You've done the London Marathon. Mm -hmm. You've done... Well, you're about to do this as my Everest. Yeah. Which we may as well take now because it's not going to be... You're not going to get defeated by... No. Um, no mountain. That's... That list there is... Just incredible. <laughs> yeah, it's it's still short for me. I want, I want a lot more on that first. What would your ultimate goal be? I know you tried the SAS, didn't you? Who dares wins? Yeah, so... I think you were too mentally strong for them, weren't you? Yeah, I, d I don't know what it is. It. I yeah, I think when you... Because I went and done it and obviously had the fitness test and stuff. So we passed all that and then you go to do like an interview and stuff. But what one of the women said to me before, after I finished the fitness test. So obviously you've got to do the fitness test and say whether you've passed or not. Um, and then she said to me, she said, right, this, you've got... You'll have 10 minutes up in the interview. She said, you need to literally sell yourself and have a story. So I think if I was to go in, I think they pick maybe like three that are like mentally strong, and then they'll pick the rest that they can break. Mm. So maybe I should have went in and said, um, I don't know, I'm just just like to do a bit of running. I'm not, you know, I'm not. Yeah, you shouldn't have sold yourself. Yeah, because I think that's because when they got back to me, they like, um. You're such a high candidate, but there's just so many to pick from and stuff. So, but there's like seven, seven hundred of us to pick from, and they needed to whittle it down to thirty. Mm. I, I do. I, I've got no doubt they looked at you and thought, "We're not going to break this kid. Mm. We're not going to be able to." So, what's the point in, in you going on TV? Because people watch that show to watch people be broken. Yeah. By this SAS stuff, not for people to get through it easy because then it wouldn't be a show, would it? Yeah, not I, that you'd I'm, get through it easy. No, no, saying no, that. no. I'm, I'm going to try. Definitely going to try again next year, though. Just give <laughs> one more blast. What about that? Did you did you did you go on for the for the island with Bear Grylls? Did you did you put I your did, application yeah, form that, in? That was last year. I did that. Yeah. Just these things, like what goes through your mind? I don't know. I just like I'm just going to sit home, make some dinner tonight, and, <clears> and chill out. And you're not. You're going to be thinking about what do I do after I run up and down Snaefell fourteen times. Yeah, I don't know. There's just there's so many more things that you can actually do, and I'm just gonna try and push on now and just just see how far I can actually go. I just wanna just keep setting boundaries and set that bar as high as possible. Yeah, setting goals is massive. Um, giving you focus as well. Yeah, exactly. Especially for somebody somebody who is struggling at the minute with their yeah. with their mental health, just yeah. a little bit of focus 
whether that be a 5k or whether that be a walk that's it you've got to start somewhere yeah you do you you're right to, 100% you can't, just, you're right. You know, can't just go straight in well especially someone who's who is struggling you can't just go jump straight at something because they'll get knocked back and then they'll just because yeah. they can't do it and then that'll just set them straight back again yeah that'd be interesting if you could if we could set something up though that would you know get people out and get people maybe in a group walking or yeah, just, doing a 5k or something like that yeah yeah yeah, it doesn't it have be to be hard it's you know it's just just I, get um, you out I want to because obviously we work in Ramsey Grammar on a Wednesday I'd love to get you in with, with us and do you know like an assembly mm. to just talk about oh, I don't know you can just talk about these challenges that inspires enough do you know what I mean? Yeah. Although you don't, I I know you don't like all the. No, it's all you hate bad. all that. I know. I know. I just don't like it. I just rather, like, people are telling me I need to promote this. You need to do this, do that, and then obviously I was like, right, okay, I'll try. So now I obviously got spoke to uh, Darren Foden to do a video. But like, I'm just, I'm rubbish at that sort of stuff. I'd rather just turn up on the day and just do it. <laughs> you would. You know, just get someone else on the you, other side you'd rather just, sort it out yeah you'd rather just do it and, and not yeah. tell anyone you're doing it yeah just I'd just get rather it just get it done yeah um, so that, yeah that's maybe something I should work on a bit more but yeah I'd just rather just go out and get absolutely beasted and then someone else do all the other stuff for me I've never met anyone that actually likes getting beasted seriously but you, you're not a bad coach as well with the kids you yeah well no kids, obviously I've done it with the, down the boxing club for years now so are you gonna? Are you, is that something? Boxing coach, so you're gonna take over the mantle when when our stumpy gives it gives it up. Yeah, Not maybe. that he will give it up. No, he won't. He'll be still. He'll be still going him till he's. Pff, I don't know. He will. He's that's his life. That's all he. Yeah, that's yeah. all he knows. That's it. Yeah. That's all he ever does. Incredible um, though. Away all the time, every week. Like I've not seen. I've not seen him for about properly for about a month. Really? This he's away every week. Taking other kids away to boxing. Yeah. Yeah. Is that and, something you'd like to do, though? Yeah, of course. Um, yeah, I'd like to, because the gym's absolutely bouncing at the minute. Yeah, I went in there, it was busy in there, wasn't it? Very busy. Um, so it's just good to see how many kids he's actually taking off the street and what, like, they are obviously enjoying it because they're there all the time. Hmm. And it's the same kids and they're putting it in. And there's, there's, there's a lot of good young talent as well coming through. Mm-hmm. There is, um, which is good to see. Need the someone, next generation. need someone like your dad and and people like that, like Dicko with football. Mm. Like you need them people. That you need it, it just to give them kids a push because yeah. otherwise they wouldn't they wouldn't be able to have the chances to go and do these things. Exactly. Um, Is it? Well, it's, it says a lot because you were the first Manx pro, weren't you? Yeah. And there's obviously been boxers before you, mm. but they just it's so hard from the Isle of Man to go and do something like that. Yeah. Um, I wish. Yeah. I wish I would have done it when I was a bit younger. Yeah, but it might not have been a, a possibility then. Like, yeah. you met your coaches later on, didn't you? Mm. So it might yeah, not have been a possibility. Yeah, there was just, yeah, sometimes you think it's too late, but I, I, people say age and stuff, but I, I think that's bollocks. Yeah, it is what it is. Look at Cristiano Ronaldo. Yeah, when someone says, oh, do you know your age, you're getting too old. And why? Why are you getting too old? Yeah. I feel I'm just, whatever I'm doing now, I, I can push myself more now because. If you're fit and healthy and you f- you know your own body better than anyone else does, don't yeah, you? Yeah, exactly. Look at what Ronaldo's still in the running for, like the Ballon d'Or, things like yeah. that, and he's how old is he, 34, 35? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's ridiculous. That's what I'm saying. Age is, age is nothing. Absolutely nothing. Yeah, no, I agree. What? Talk to me about... Um, let's talk about this um, this game changes, because that got you, didn't it? 
uh, yeah, but on you Netflix. Know, yeah, so <laughs> the only so I watched it and it is really one sided. So I just watched it and I thought, oh, that's it. But if if I see something that is going to make me perform better, mm. or I think it's going to make me perform better, then I'm going to try it. Yeah. But then. I don't know, it just makes me, I don't know, be a little bit of a hypocrite because if I'm saying, if I'm going to try and do this vegan to try and perform better, but then I, I think it's bollocks because I think it's all upstairs. Mm. So I did try it for a bit. Um, I'd done a few races and that over here and it's it's just, no, I don't think it's, it's much difference to be honest. It is literally just all in your head. Yeah, I think it's, it's got a lot to do with like a placebo effect, hasn't it? Yeah, of course it has. Now it's because it has rocketed off, hasn't it? Because now yeah. you see like Marxies now they just they've got their own aisle of plant based food. Yeah. Once this has come out, so you're just thinking, is it a money making thing or? I don't know, do you? Because people are all over it now. I, I I'd love to I'd love to sit and talk to somebody who knew everything about both sides. Both sides. Yeah. I'd love to ask questions. Like, I'm not going to get into it now because. I don't know much about it, but yeah. an animal's an animal, and if you're using pesticides on, you know, to kill off flies or whatever yeah, yeah. that might be, so that you can make your plant-based stuff, then where, you know, where's the where's the line? I don't know. So yeah, I I I just think for me, just stick to stick to what you've always known. Exactly. You, like don't if don't, it's doing you well, then yeah, yeah. stick with it. Yeah, that is a big part of of your of your life, though. That's it. So it's like, don't fix it if it's not broken. It's but, like through the box, and I've always had to diet and stuff. Yeah. So when I'm doing these other things, it's actually nice to be able to finish training and sort of not eat crap or eat what I actually want. Yeah, yeah, that's true. You like your food, don't you? Oh, I love my food. <laughs> like I've I've absolutely killed myself over the years with the boxing with the food and stuff. It'd be like, you know, as well. So it's like yeah. Saturday. Say I'm boxing like three weeks. I just gasping for a Chinese, <laughs> so it's I've got. I have the Chinese, but then that means I've got to go for a run at half eleven at night. Yeah. So is it worth it, or you know, so you have the Chinese and then you think, oh, I've got to get my sweat gear on and go for a run now and run it off. So it's just pointless, but I still did it. Yeah, but then you came down to, like, sometimes I know when you were, <clears throat> when you were amateur, in the amateur ranks, and you know you diet, you were coming up like a week out and you were having to eat like tomatoes all day. Like little cherry tomatoes. Yeah, like drink yeah. water. Like that's all you For were doing all day. Chips, yeah. That's incredible that. And going into the steam room. Then I'd go in the steam room, go home, get a shower, get changed, get on the flight. Yeah. Go get weighed in and try and perform when you Drained. Absolutely drained. Drained, yeah, but I've had that now for obviously not it's obviously not the right way to do it, but I think now which like if I was to do something in the morning, like a race or something, I I can't eat. Mm. I feel I have to do it on an empty stomach, like a fasted cardio. Yeah. So every Saturday now when I do my runs is is a fasted cardio. Oh, is it? Yeah, I'd, I'd, like I I can't stomach things. So what time do you what what time do you eat the night before? Depends, really. It'd be like because in my head I've had that all my life, so it's like so you'll train say Friday night, then you'll have like something really small, and then you can't eat then. Obviously You've always performed on, a, on an empty stomach. Yeah, I've always performed, yeah. So everything I've done has been like a fasted cardio. If you, yeah, but realistically, if if you were to go down the route of having like a proper qualified 
nutritionist. Oh yeah. They would give you fuel. Yeah. That would yeah. make you perform so much better. So you, you think if you would have been doing it that way, but they were when we were younger. It's not like they were about everywhere. No, there was nothing. Really, no, was it? it was everything just, just of, gone mad. You just thought it was healthy, so you sort of just picked it yourself. And yeah, yeah. But it's like I don't know. Now I feel like with I think with a clear belly, I have a clear mind. Hmm. So when I do anything now, it's if I feel empty and tight, like I feel I perform better. Like I said, clear yeah. belly, clear mind. That's an interesting way of looking at it. To be fair, I've not. I've not thought about that no when i'm hungry i just eat yeah yeah you can see that <laughs> true but I, I i haven't done sport i'm i'm only just getting back to sport i like you just drop that in there though fair play <laughs> <laughs> i'm sure josh thomas will love that one as well yeah, yeah. <laughs> so i i know diet is a ma- is a massive part to to people and i met i met a guy um last week through reach and you know first things we sat down and and we were just like what well what do you drink because I used to drink a lot of coffee and it was mm. it made me so anxious. Like, mm. you you drink coffee and even Josh has one before bed and it's like, yeah, yeah. How, do you, how do you do that? And I don't drink coffee now, so, you know, we were just saying, try drinking some water, try mm. drinking more water, stop stop with the fizzy drinks, that kind of thing. And, like, with your food, just eat, eat like, a more of a balanced diet. Yeah. Like, it doesn't matter if it's, like, a Chinese, but don't do a Chinese every single night. Yeah, yeah, you've just got to sort of... Because you, you do notice 100% that the food that you put in does affect your mind. Oh, it does, yeah, 100%. I never realised, though. 100%. You like just you, used to feed me Chinese every Sunday. and <laughs> If you eat studge, you're going to feel studgy, you're going to feel... Mm. Do you know, like, I and I can't stress it enough, I hate fizzy drinks. Yeah. Like, I hate... No, you, I hate seeing kids with fizzy drinks. Yeah, and especially see, their monster, monsters. Oh, their monsters. And things oh, like that. Absolutely disgraceful, I hate them. See kids on the on the school buses eating and drinking fizzy drinks and eating bags of crisps. Yeah. In the morning. Yeah, but that's like every kid. You're not yeah. the same as every kid, though. No, I know, but it's just. That's what know. I was doing on the school bus. I know. It's what everyone else was doing on the school bus. <laughs> I was running to school. Yeah, you were running to school. <laughs> we're stumpy behind you. Go on, quick on the Daniel. bike. Yeah. He's got them though, isn't it? So you're happy in life. Yeah. Where, yeah, where I, you're at. I am now. Obviously, you got the house um, yeah. with Emma now, so. Um, yeah, these challenges and stuff, I'm enjoying them. Um, obviously, yeah, like with the boxing, we'll just see what happens. But the thing is, though, if you but like boxing doesn't define you, like you're not Daniel Roberts, the boxer. No, and you're, you're absolutely not. Yeah, I don't like, and when I see it in the paper now, and obviously, I actually don't like it when they put oh pro boxer da 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 doing this. I just want to be, you know, I don't want to be. Um, You've always been Danny the boxer, haven't you? Yeah, and every time like I go out or something to speak to someone, it's the same thing over and over again. When are your next boxing? Dan? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> when are your next boxing? But nah, people are just interested, aren't they? Um, yeah. yeah, of course, and that's nice. Yeah, it's nice. It's just hard to explain all the time. To um, I, I just love someone to come up to me and say, "Oh, what are you doing next?" Or what's you know? Yeah. What's next on the list for you and things like that. And, I think you just keep doing what you're doing, mate. You keep um, boxing doesn't have to be life from now on. It's always got, there to you, go to. Yeah, of course. And you've got your house now. Yeah, like, exactly. That's what you, you you've always said that you wanted the house. Yeah. If you did it, if you got anything from boxing, you wanted to be able to get yourself a house. And yeah. You've done that. Yeah. So got a house, I'm happy with that. Yeah. Exactly. Now you can challenge yourself and keep pushing yourself and yeah. be that person that people look up to. Definitely, because yeah. people do do it, and and hopefully people listening to this will will be inspired by the fact that. 
you know th- there is no boundaries sometimes like you you really can go out and do it yeah you just have to give yourself a little push every now and again so you just need to tell yourself like whatever you're going to do so it needs to be done you're just going to do it you need to keep them doubts out your head once you start putting doubts into your head that's it yeah um just push on i think it, with everything i do it's just like literally i just set myself i think that's it right not like oh you'll get people coming up to you going oh what about this or what about that and do you think you're going to cut and do this do that and i'm just thinking listen i've said i'm going to do it so i'm going to do it mm. no matter what it takes it might take me longer than i actually thought or but i just sort of just set my mind to do these things i think there's there's no barrier there is no barrier um and if there is a barrier it's getting smashed down you just <laughs> got to go through it and it's as simple as that I love that. That's a good. That's a, a great way of putting it. Yeah. One last thing before we wrap this up. Um, I've been down numerous times to the beach with you. In this weather, in your swim shorts, getting in the scene, your little head bopping up and down. What is what's going on? Well, it's it's a bit crazy now over here, yeah, um, isn't it? Yeah. So when was that? Did it like two years ago? Was it? Ages ago. Yeah, about two years. Um. So the uh, the Wim Hof method, yeah, um, yeah. So the breathing techniques and stuff. Um, first thing in the morning down the beach, uh, straight in the sea. So refreshing. What are the be- what benefits did did it did it do? What did you notice? Um, I don't know. It's like like your metabolism and stuff. Like um, I just felt like if I was up. Like say say I say one morning I didn't go up and I didn't do it, like I felt not as bad, but like felt like a hangover, mm. weird. I felt like groggy and it, if I didn't do it, but whereas when I was doing it, I was getting up. It was a routine. Boom, I was up. What six o'clock down in the sea, little swim, home, get ready for work, and then if I didn't do it, I felt groggy. I didn't feel it. Just like boosts your metabolism. It sets you up for the whole day then. Um, it's certainly going to wake you up isn't it oh yeah as mad as it sounds I'll be driving home shivering my ass off but (laughs) 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 no it was good in the long run I enjoy it what about the what about the the breathing the breathing yeah sometimes if you're going to do it you need to have someone there with you there's been a few times where I've sort of shouted Emma (laughs) she'll come in and check me Um, so I'd, I'd done it once before I did a race, and I felt I felt like I could have went again. Like, and then I tried it, and then I didn't do it when I did another race the week after, and I felt shit. Yeah. So you you, you can take from it what you want, but it's again. if I if it's working for me. Yeah, exactly. Then I'm doing it. Yeah, why not? And and do you know what? There's so there's so many reviews around it these days. Yeah. about your breathing stuff like yeah, that yeah. it opens up arteries and stuff oh, like that yeah, yeah. It? like your red blood cells and scientifically like yeah, yeah. it can help you yeah why not if it works for you it works exactly for you, if it? something works for you and it makes you perform better then it's been a pleasure thank you nah, it's been a really good really good time and I'm glad I got you on because you don't just inspire me and the lads you, hopefully you can inspire a lot a lot more people and, and we can give you that platform to be to be the inspiration hope so yeah and keep doing what you're doing for, especially for Huntington's <clears throat> yeah. and us like you know this is it's incredible what, you, what you're what doing and everyone listening 
please get behind Daniel and this is this is my Everest because if, yeah just read it and watch the video it's it's something that you've probably never seen happen before and it'll I'll be amazed if it happens again to be honest but yeah thank you thanks for coming and um it's been a pleasure mate thank you thanks for having me right people um as I said at the start we are not a crisis team reach uh, reach are there to to help people through you know times when they're struggling um with little bits of with little tips you know things you can watch things you you can listen to books you can read that kind of thing experiences that we've had so please do if you know get in touch if um if you just you don't know what's going on you're struggling a little bit uh, we're, obviously we're not a crisis team though so if you do need the crisis team um please call 642860 uh, there's the samaritans out there as well just make sure we're talking about it and we're getting the word out there but yeah thanks a lot for listening and um please go and you know have a look at daniel's next adventure and please get up and support him all you can because he'll need it thanks guys <laughs>